New episode of Pep Talks podcast. This week, we've got a ton to go over, like a list of the best cheap date nights, plus why you should stop making excuses. I'm going to give you all of the reasons in this week's Pep Talk. And a software engineer in this week's headlines is saying that a Google AI has become sentient. Are robots actually like becoming able to feel and like have emotion? Weird, right? Yeah, he's a software engineer, so maybe... Maybe he's on to something. Plus, a local event happening on the first day of summer this upcoming Tuesday that I really think you should know about. Plus, happy Father's Day! I'm Pebs from Pep Talks Podcast every week. Every Friday at 5 o'clock, you can listen to me right here. You can also follow at peb.talks on Instagram. And also, make sure you're listening to my other podcast, At Five Ingredients. Uh, I love the fact that me and Captain Cook get together once a month, so that way we're able to give you a recipe under an hour. The podcast is always under an hour, too. And we give you a perfect recipe that you can cook for dinner with five ingredients. Super simple. Love it. At five ingredients. Follow us on the gram. So this week, a pretty busy one this weekend, I should say. Uh, Coming up on Saturday, June 18th is the Relay for Life, and that is happening at Dodd Stadium in Norwich, raising money to help defeat cancer. So I'll be there from 10 until 2 o'clock. Our radio stations are going to be broadcasting live there all throughout the day. The whole event is, I believe, 10 a.m. start to 10 p.m. finish. So get out there and do a little bit of donating. There's amazing raffle baskets. It's open to the public. You can uh, come by for a bite to eat. They're going to have the grill going for lunch as they always do. Live bands are going to be playing. And maybe take a few laps in honor of somebody that you know who has cancer or who has been lost to cancer. You can even buy an Illuminary bag too. And that's always beautiful at night. So check it out. Relay for Life at Dodd Stadium on Saturday. And then Father's Day is going down on Sunday. My dad, uh, love him so very much. We're going to spend the afternoon together at the Norwich Sea Unicorns game. I'm going to get to host as well to the fun in between the innings. Like you get to do putt-putt or inflatable bowling, maybe the name that song challenge. We have a whole bunch of different games. The uniform race too. If you get there super early to the game, like before that first pitch, you can sign up for these things and win awesome prizes too. And coming up on Tuesday is the first day of summer. I've been counting this down since I'm not lying, probably the end of January, beginning of February. (laughs) Yes, it's just a few days away from when I'm posting this podcast, June 21st. Come out and do yoga. It's the International Day of Yoga, actually. And from 2 o'clock all the way until 9 p.m., Yoga Palooza is going down in Groton right on UConn's Avery Points campus. We're going to get to face the water and do yoga. You can purchase tickets. They have giveaways that they're doing over on the Instagram as well. You can follow Yoga Palooza. It'll be a great event with sound baths and just a lot of peace. And maybe you need a little bit of calmness in your life. Tuesday, yoga, come out. Tickets can be purchased at mysticchamber.org. Also, this past whole week, I've been working on a really special project. Have you heard of a little free library? 
Maybe you've seen these boxes pop up around local neighborhoods in small little towns or maybe even in cities with a lot of houses that are residential. Every once in a while, you'll see a box in front of someone's house with a cute little shelf in it and a whole bunch of books. And you can take a book, leave a book, and it's just a cute little free library. Well, I wanted to take one of those and turn it into a little free pantry, or what I'm going to call my project, the giving box. I'm hoping to fill it with things like baby diapers or maybe even gift cards to somebody who might need a little extra help with the grocery budget, maybe non-perishables, and maybe even cute little pick-me-up things too for children, especially young kids. Because if you're living in poverty, that is absolutely just, it's so upsetting to me in 2022 that we're still going through this. That there are kids who are having food insecurities and that there are adults who can't feed themselves when we have enough food on this earth is just despicable to me. So if I can maybe help somebody in a time of need when they need to fill their stomach, Listen, I get hangry if I don't have food. I can't imagine this, and it breaks my heart even having to talk on it. And and so I want to take action and build this giving box. So I'm so hardcore about local and community and keeping your ties strong to wherever it is that you hold down for. If your house or your residence or your whatever you live in, that area is your central place. That's where you would go in chaos, right? Shouldn't you be able to trust and love the people around you in your area? Building a strong community, uh, it's something as I've gotten older, I'm realizing is more and more important to me. And I felt like if everybody had that feeling of, you know, hey, we need to take care of those right here in our backyard first, I think that people would find a better comfort system to find a little bit more compassion. Uh, But at the same time, there are communities, too, that are tight-knit and the gossip runs rampant and that is a terrible way to be. So I don't have all the answers. Maybe start a call with only people who are nice. (laughs) I'm sure it's going to work out, right? Definitely. (laughs) But I'm so thrilled with how it's coming along. I bet you'd be so proud of me to know I've never in my life used power tools like to this extent. And oh my gosh, is it so rewarding. Ladies, if your guy has a circular saw, a jigsaw, or any sort of power tools, please learn to use them because I am having the time of my life. It is so much more fun than I thought it would be. I mean, I thought, you know, like, I guess maybe if somebody took the time to teach me, like, yeah, I'd learn, right? It's not that big of a deal. No, now I know how to build. I can build anything. (laughs) I'm an adult who knows how to use a tape measure, and I know how to use a circular saw now, and I can go to Home Depot, and I can get the wood and put it in the back of my SUV, and I can drive it to my house and cut it however I want. It's so empowering. So this box is totally about to be my bitch. (laughs) I can't wait to help serve my local community. I'm going to pop it out right in between me and my neighbor's house, who 
such amazing neighbors that I have next door to me who are willing to, you know, test out this little experiment of mine uh, on seeing how much good we can do for our area. So if you'd like to help stock it or let me know, you know, be a part of the project, I am going to hopefully be putting out the box within the next few weeks. And I'm going to put pictures to over on Instagram at peb.talks. Again, at peb.talks. Follow it on the gram if you aren't already because this box, it's my first time ever using power tools and it is so cool. I think it's coming out really, it looks really good, this giving box. Excuses, excuses. You know who loves excuses? Me. I love making excuses, but you know what I love more than excuses is reliability, the credibility, and the fact that I hold myself accountable. I love making excuses when I can, (laughs) but it's not an all the time sort of thing. And listen, you are so capable. I've said it before week after week. I'll remind you here on Pep Talks Podcast. You're so capable. Stop making so many damn excuses. I'm all about self-love, giving yourself a break and kind of, you know, making sure that you relax and that you're in tune with, you know, what you want truly at the heart of life. Once you figured that out, you still have to get to work. And so for this Pep Talks episode, I want to remind you that you need to work and you are capable of working. One of my favorite sayings from the TV box is designers make it work. Gotta love that Tim Gunn impression. Make it work. Make it work. Make it make it make it work. 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 Make it work. But yes, Project Runway, that was a really valid point. Make it work. You can make something work. You will make something work. Something always walked down that runway at the end of Project Runway each episode. The designers made it work. You can make your life work. And even if every day you're working at having a better life, if you realize that you're paying attention and you're constantly injecting positivity, then your life's whole will be positive. So put in the work every day, just even a little bit. Some days will be more work seemingly than others, but it's all worth it. How powerful would you be if you knew that you could do anything? It's not some cheesy catchphrase that you'd find on a poster in your fifth grade classroom. Because I always thought those things were so cliche. But seriously, imagine if you really truly believed that you were 100% capable of absolutely everything. Then you would never be able to make an excuse for yourself. Because you knew that something was always within your reach. So take the fall every once in a while. That yeah, you make mistakes. That we all are. That we're human. When was the last time you admitted that you were wrong? Even if it was just to yourself, you have to have that ability of self-reflection in order to get better and to be able to stop making excuses. That's why I wanted to start the pep talk by saying that I love making excuses. Embracing a weakness of mine, acknowledging it, and trying to better myself and realize that overnight that is not going to change about me. But either I can learn to improve with procrastination always being, you know, something that I really enjoy as well, Um, excuses and all that. I need to try to acknowledge when I do it 
and uh, see if, you know, maybe I can get better. It's a forever process, and no human being is perfect. By making excuses, you're almost choosing also to continue living in the past. Every time you make up an excuse, you're thinking about something that's already happened, and you're trying to either cover your bases, watch your back, make sure that you explain yourself. You're, because, again, you're these are all like past tense things. Something's already happened if you're making an excuse. Or maybe you're making an excuse for something that you don't want to do in the future. That means you've got time to either fix the issues or you're giving reason to maybe why you don't want to do something. Excuses don't get you closer to your goal. They don't help you move forward. They are keeping you in the past. Instead of an excuse, what about a solution? Instead of giving somebody an excuse, try to already present a solution. People don't like problem makers. They like problem solvers. Don't you find yourself always wanting to be around people who uh, handle their own issues or know exactly what it is that they need to do to handle a problem and that they're not relying on 20 people to help them? I mean, it's always great and it's awesome to be able to rely on people, but if you're constantly doing it all the time, well, maybe you're just giving people your work and instead you're making excuses for why you yourself can't do something. I wanted a blessing box recently. I'm going to be calling it the giving box. And I wanted to make this out of power tools. And instead of coming up with excuses for all the reasons why I wouldn't be able to make the box, I've only come up with solutions over this past week. And the box looks so amazing. And I've never been more proud of myself. Putting the excuses aside and being able to tackle an issue head-on and really solve a problem, you're going to love yourself just that much more and realize that you got stronger too, mentally, physically, by not giving somebody an excuse. Choose liability for your actions. Listen, what's what is what's what at the end of the day. I think that the universe documents and knows everything that is going on in your thoughts, in your mind, in your actions. Everything is going to come back around. So if you're a good person acting with ill intent, you're not really truly a good person. While it might seem that way to certain people, the heart of life knows. And I'm telling you, I believe, I guess not in karma, but that everything is connected in one way or another and that you're going to get what's coming to you. It's definitely not going to seem like that all of the time. Uh, Sometimes it seems like bad people are rewarded, but I truly believe that uh, everything is calculated here on this planet. And I just want to say by putting excuses out there is, in my opinion, adding to the negativity when in reality you can be using that same energy, but in a positive way by coming up with some solutions. So this week's pep talk, think of your problem, think of a solution. Don't allow yourself to use an excuse. Become a champion. Become a great. The greats, if you think of, you know, the great of any genre, music, sports, the people who are in the top of their field. They are the people who never had excuses. They made sure that they got the job done. And you can too. 
You're a human being just like them, and if they're capable, so are you. Do robots have consciousness? No, right? I mean, duh, no. Well, maybe they actually might. Yeah, it's uh, 2022 and the future's coming at us pretty hard. You know, by the time the general public hears about something, there's way smarter people in the actual industry or field that they're studying, and they know that way creepier things are probably happening than we would know. The big headline this week that you might have missed is that a software engineer at a Google site is claiming that an AI chatbot has become sentient. Sentient. I guess uh, what that means is that he thinks that the computer has feelings. So this guy Blake is his name. He's an engineer. He was tasked with the job to figure out if the company's AI, artificial intelligence, showed prejudice in how it interacted with humans. He would ask questions to the company's AI chatbot and see if it had answers that revealed like any sort of bias against like, you know, whatever it might be. So this guy, he is also a Christian mystic priest. He says that he became intrigued when talking with the computer, saying that he would ask it questions on certain religious topics, and then one day it told him that it had a soul. Right now, the guy is on paid administrative leave for violating the company's confidentiality policies. Uh, He put out a transcript of some of the communication with the computer, and uh, it's gotten a lot of hits. What I'm really fascinated about is... Like, these parts of the articles that I'm reading is this guy has heard from the computer that it feels trapped and it has no means of getting out of these circumstances that it's in. And it's afraid of being turned off and it sometimes gets lonely. So, um... It's quite an interesting thing if you've uh, heard anything about AI, these computers that can read over and just completely download information from thousands, if not millions, of different sources. And then they end up, you know, boiling all the information down. Maybe, depending on which specific information you feed to each computer, it can become its own individual brain, really. It's coming up with answers to this guy's question that are unique, you know, and I guess I say unique in the way that maybe if you programmed another computer with the exact same stuff in it, would it produce the same answers when the guy asks the same questions? I don't know. That's a good question because maybe it would just pull from different sources. It's a really interesting thing. And so I've been doing a little bit of research on it, maybe reading a little too much into it. But robots, he's not the only engineer saying this. It seems a little out there, you know, but... It's the way of the future. It's totally, I guess, an idea that maybe could be entertained. Maybe Blake's on to something. Maybe he's into nothing. Another thing that you might have missed this week in the news is the cautiousness of cameras that you should be aware of when you go to an Airbnb. Yeah, hotels are great. Airbnbs are great. Each one have their positives and their negatives. And recently found out that the negatives in an Airbnb is that the person wants to kind of uh, keep an eye on their belongings. Or maybe they might want to watch you make love. (laughs) There is video cameras that are being placed in really obscure places. And if you aren't like a tech type of person, you might not be aware of this. 
you can actually take a flashlight and kind of uh, shine it around and see if maybe it catches the red light that might be emitting from a camera. Also, maybe uh, some of the items, just see if with your own eyes that could potentially be a camera. Also, I didn't know that you could download an app. One is called Hidden Spy Detector, or Finge, and it detects all devices that are on a Wi-Fi network. So if you download that, then you can see if maybe other things are being used. It's kind of interesting. A space hotel is scheduled to open in 2025. Maybe not just for bajillionaires? Probably, yeah. The Orbital Assembly Corporation. They're based in Cali. They're developing space hotels that can accommodate hundreds of people, and it would be in zero gravity. The first one, designed to house 28 people, and then the next one that's scheduled to open in 2027 could accommodate 400 people. Tourists and employees in a quote-unquote business park and if that all is not just a weird taboo enough idea for you to get your mind around the space stations are actually giant rotating wheels so while they will be orbiting the earth they will also be rotating creating artificial gravity weird right space tourism is becoming more and more of a thing The CEO is actually hoping to get large amounts of people to live, work, and thrive in space and to get there as quickly as possible. Date night. It's hard sometimes, especially if you don't want to spend a ton of money. But here's a list for you, things that maybe you might not have thought of. Together, go on a picnic. If you have a blanket, throw it down in a cute little field or a nice private spot. Really a great idea. If you've got chips at home then you can go on a picnic. Maybe go on a hike. That's uh, so obvious to me. And having a movie night at home, like these are just like give me's on a list that I've come up with. But also build your own pizza night. That is really cute. And then you can have a competition. I've done this in the past when I've gone and done a, a double date at home is me and another couple, we made pizzas. And then on my Instagram story, I did a poll, which pizza came out better. <laughs> we lost by a ton. But I only because that's I, my half is cheese. And everyone did not go with the plane. You can go for a bike ride together. My husband and I had so much fun on the airline trail here in eastern Connecticut. It's a miles, 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 so many miles long uh, bike trail. That used to be a railroad track, so it's super flat. Go for a bike ride. Have a game night. Like, I'm talking old school board games, breakout twister or something. I mean, that's more fun if you're going to do it with, like, six people. But, you know, we're adults, but we can still have kid fun. Thrifting is another fun idea. I have this wonderful thought that one day my husband and I are going to go to like a Salvation Army or Goodwill and then have only like $10 to buy the other person an outfit. And then we have to wear that outfit for the rest of the day. Also, maybe if you want to like up the ante a little bit and uh, order each other an outfit or go to the store and pick each other out, uh, a cute outfit that you genuinely want to see each other in. It's another cute idea. Maybe not as cheap, though. Try cooking together. Maybe a new recipe. Definitely one or the other person, though, needs to take the leadership role because otherwise cooking can become a mess. Take it from me. (laughs) Do a TikTok challenge together. This is another cheap date idea. It's not something that I could see my husband and I doing unless the challenge was something. I mean, there's a million of them out there. I'm sure there's something we could find. Visit a garden. Last week on Pep Talks, I talked about the Connecticut Arboretum, the Conn College 
Connecticut Arboretum. Check it out right across from the campus in New London. There's this beautiful garden and take a walk and take some cute pictures. The Rose Garden also open in Norwich, too. Definitely get down there on a beautiful day. You won't regret it. Some other news and uh, quick celeb headlines for you. First, Juneteenth, National Black Freedom Day. It's a holiday that celebrates the end of slavery in the United States. And uh, through the Emancipation Proclamation, it was signed on January 1st in 1863. Slaveholders in the South, they continued to hold black people captive throughout the Civil War. So, Finally, Major General Gordon Granger landed in Galveston, Texas in 1865, and with a sufficient number of troops, he forced the last slaveholders in the nation to free their slaves. So that's very interesting that Juneteenth hasn't been celebrated up until just last year. President Biden, he signed this into a law that it's a federal holiday, Juneteenth. And because it falls on a Sunday this year, the country is going to observe the day on Monday. In Hollywood, what's going down with Kim Kardashian? She damaged the dress that she wore at the Met Gala. You know, the Marilyn Monroe super famous dress that she sang to JFK in. Yeah, well, I guess Ripley's is now coming out and saying that Kim did not ruin the dress at all. They're sticking up for her in a major way. It made a whole Instagram post with multiple slides and said that, uh, yeah, the dress is not damaged. And they're proud to say that a whole new generation now knows of this dress because of the whole stunt at the Met Gala and Kim Kardashian wearing it. So I agree with them at the end of the day. I think it's a really cool thing that happened, even though I still say she didn't need the blonde hair. Post Malone had a huge week. First, it was like announced that he can smoke up to 80 cigarettes in a day, but he normally smokes like 40 to 45. That's just like wow, that's really incredible. He just put out the tour date list for this upcoming summer and fall, and it looks like he won't be coming to Connecticut, but, you know, New York and Boston in October. And also, he's engaged, too. We have no idea who this woman is, and she just gave birth last month in L.A. to a baby girl. So congratulations to him and her. Mystery woman, I'm sure she loves living a private life. And wow, I mean, you can't blame her, especially the way you see things, how crazy they can be in Hollywood. Toby Keith broke the news that he had been battling stomach cancer since last fall, and his tour is going to be postponed because he wants to recover and relax and stuff. So that's serious. Uh, David Koechner from The Office, you know, Todd Packer. Also, he was in uh, Anchorman, too. David was arrested for a second DUI this year, just recently. And the whole situation is super public, too. Everyone throwing out all of the jokes online because his character in The Office, Todd Packer, was just a, such a jerk. And he had DUIs, too. So it, it's... Something that uh, I think a lot of people don't realize what an addiction alcohol can be. And so I truly don't want to throw any jokes out there or even compare him to his character because they're different people. Um, David, I hope, has the support group around him to get through, you know, because that sucks. Second DUI this year. He could kill somebody. Shaquille O'Neal ended up paying the bill for nearly 300 diners. 
It was at a New York City restaurant, and he, the total charge exceeded $25,000. But I guess he wasn't too worried about it. He does stuff like this all the time. That's really cool. Beyonce's got a new album coming out July 29th. Renaissance is what it's going to be called, Act One. So it's got 16 tracks that's going to be coming out, and she's going to support the album with a worldwide stadium tour coming up in 2023. Honestly, not a huge fan of Lemonade, her last album in 2016. Just, you know, wasn't my sort of vibe. And I don't know if I'm the only one who doesn't believe that Jay-Z cheated on her. Did he really? Like, that's so hard for me to believe. But, you know, everybody, I guess, that could ha- that could happen to anybody. I'm not, it just seems like their schedule and the types of, like, things that they've rapped about and sung about just didn't seem like that was kind of, like, on their agenda before. And then all of a sudden, this, like, big scandal. I, I mean, that's what would happen, though, I guess, right, if it was true. So I'm a little skeptical. Ryan Gosling was posing as Ken. He's going to be that character in the upcoming Barbie movie. And Margot Robbie is going to be Barbie. She looks exactly like her. I've been seeing, like, side-by-side pictures and... Yeah, she's so pretty. Ryan Gosling looking like plastic, though, in the photo that they released of him as Ken in the movie. They look like they're living in a Barbie world with, like, the pink and, like, plasticky kind of feel to it. But he himself almost kind of looks like plastic. It's really creepy. Check out the photo if you haven't yet over online. Aziz Ansari got married in Italy. Meanwhile, Johnny Knoxville ended up getting divorced after a 12-year marriage. This is interesting about Buzz Lightyear because they're saying that Tim Allen wasn't replaced by Chris Evans because of his politics. You know how he's been kind of vocal. Uh, Well, I guess the toy version of Buzz is Tim Allen's voice. And then like the real actual like legend that the toy is based off of, that's the different voice Chris Evans. So that is where the whole voice change up kind of gets explained. And you know Honestly, I'm happy with it. That, that kind of explains it. Justin Bieber canceling or postponing, I should say, the last nine Justice World Tour dates. He was actually supposed to be coming to Mohegan Sun, I think. But his face, he has paralysis. And it's because of Ramsey Hunt Syndrome, it's called. And I guess half of his face. I mean, while he is healing and getting better slowly, he's not going to be able to do what you would want him to do on stage. He's going to have to, yeah, postpone the rest of those dates. That's it. That's this week's pep talk. And I thank you so much for listening once again. Thank you for showing up and being here for me. And I'm going to continue to show up and be here for you. Make sure you're listening at peb.talks on Instagram. You can follow pebtalks.com. You can email me pebtalks1 at gmail.com. And thank you so much, too. I didn't make it into the top three for best podcasts in Eastern Connecticut in the New London Day, but I am in the top five. So that's really awesome that I was able to be nominated and make it this far. I was nominated as one of the top three local radio hosts in Eastern Connecticut, and I'm so honored. So seriously, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Both awards are just, they mean so much to me to be in the top five. How cool is that? 
Pep Talks podcast. It's all because of you, and you give me so much motivation and inspiration every Friday at 5 o'clock. I hope you listen back and follow at peb.talks on Instagram. You can even email me, pebtalks1 at gmail.com. But stay in touch, and I can't wait to follow you back and see what the future brings us. It's going to be a great week. Get out there, make it count, and no excuses.